what is going on everybody welcome back to our third podcast here with latex now before we start i want to introduce you guys once again swag daddy e aka the doubly that's right doubly let's get it bottom right we got lord va hey just out here living i hope y'all having a great one <laughs> what a time to be alive i guess we're doing our uh, little yeah dude we're doing our, our gestures our catchphrases are going to catch on. Before you know it, you guys will be out there in public saying it. And they'll be like, where did you hear that? Oh, have you heard of latex? Like, That's yeah, true. What's man. that have to do with anything? Yeah, I don't get it. What? I don't wear latex. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Today we have a pretty hot topic. I know I say that on every podcast, but we oh, really do. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're like, actually, just just stop. I'm taking over. <laughs> Look at but, uh, I am the captain now. I'm the captain now. Oh, Captain Phillips. <laughs> you know, I actually haven't seen that movie. I, I, I heard it was really good, though. You know that guy who – just really quick. The guy who played uh, that – was it Somalian actor? Was that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, I think yeah. I think he was Somalian. I might be totally botching that, but I heard that he made I think sixty thousand dollars off of that that role, and he blew it within months, and now he's kind of just broke. That's Dang. L.A. for you. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, so we have a hot topic, guys. If any of you out there have ever been bullied, we are here to talk about the ways that. We've undergone bullying or kind of gonna, we're going to give you our perspective of how we feel about it and really all the the cons against it because there's really no pros of bullying because we just we don't think that's cool. And to start off, I'm going to go ahead and just dive in and start off with me and then we're going to go our, our really, repeat, wind <laughs> it back. <laughs> I don't know how to talk. Then we're going to go to Brandon and then Eric, and we're just going to wrap it around and get crazy with it. So to start off, I started getting bullied very heavily, even from the beginning of elementary, probably fourth, fifth grade. Now, this continued all the way from middle school into high school. And the main reasons that I was being bullied for is, I at the time, even when I look back at it today, were pretty childish and I didn't I didn't understand why kids did this, but one, I got bullied because my name. My name's Sergey, that's what I go by. My American name's Matthew, but a lot of people from school were like, Oh man, Matthew. No, what's your middle name? Oh, Sergey, okay. And then a lot of people made fun of my name because they they didn't know how to pronounce it or the most childish thing that I've ever heard and I still get this to this day people literally at work will still do this Man. they'll get oh hey sir gay you're hey hey are you gay are you gay and you know and the whole time I was just like haha I get it you know like I see where you're coming from because it's you know it's, that's how it's pronounced but yeah. no I'm not I'm not gay but thank you and I would get <laughs> I've I've literally I've dealt with that from from since I can remember when I was in I think fourth third grade all the way through high school and college to the present day. So that's one of the reasons. Another reason was being adopted and being I guess the foreign kid when I went to 
my middle school and high school and I went to a very small country high school so everybody was either related or they were just very close because they all started at pre-k together and they were like oh who's this who's this uh this outsider because I had just moved from Plano Texas to this new countryside area and they're they obviously were thinking it's the new guy we got to make fun of him and they found out I was Russian and I was adopted and he would tell me oh your parents don't they don't love you that's why you were adopted nobody wanted you people would tell me oh man you know you're you're like what you're Nazi right you're you're related to Hitler and I'm like I'm Russian dude that's totally opposite yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like, yeah, you got the wrong race, dude, but all right. Oh <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was name, call, name calling. It was the fact of just being adopted, which there's nothing wrong with that. People at the time, I don't think they understood that my parents weren't able to provide for me, so they wanted to give me a chance at a better life, and that's why they put me up for adoption. You know, it's just the ignorance at the time. The, the kids just didn't understand. And then it, the more heavy side of the bullying that I undertook was I would be getting I would get beat up in class a lot. A lot of the times it was before I before class started, before the teacher got there. I remember one time vividly a group of it was like three four kids all ganged up on me and threw me against the wall, were hitting me like kicking me with their shoes and stuff, and I had bruises and everything. And at that point, I'm just gonna just tell this one story. Yeah, it was a very brutal situation, and I look back and I'm like, man, how can people be so mean? But I remember, I remember uh, after it all happened, the the teacher finally walked in. It was a coach because all coaches teach at least one class of some <laughs> sort, <laughs> usually history, uh, when you end up watching the Food Channel. Uh, but yeah, he walks in and he he, he looks around and he, he says, what what's going on? What's going on here? What's uh what's he doing on the ground? And and just picture me like bleeding from my nose, crying and just kind of a shriveled up version of Gollum from Lord of the Rings. It was a very <laughs> that's how and I'm not trying to exaggerate, you this is how it, it looked. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they ripped me from my clothes. It was horrible. <laughs> no, oh, that would actually my. be really bad. And I mean, this is this is definitely a serious matter. We don't want you guys to get the wrong idea, but yeah. So that's kind of what the coach had walked into, and you know, I look up and I I probably said help, <laughs> but oh my God. it's We're I mean, I can laugh at it now. Yeah, laugh at it. Yeah, now, I can laugh at it now serious. because yeah, back then it was so serious. But now I look back, and I'm like, it made me who I am today, which I'm so thankful for. But yeah, the coach walks and he's he's thinking like what what happened and I I didn't say anything because every kid there who was part of beating me up were threatening me and telling me if you tell any if you tell the coach what happened or as if the coach couldn't obviously see what was happening or yeah. you know from the bruises on my face they they would say we'll do it again we'll beat you up after class so I cut my I kept my mouth shut but at that point I was so mad I was so so frustrated because I, I wanted to take out that anger because five dudes just beat the crap out of me and I, and I couldn't I couldn't take my anger out on anybody I wanted to do something so one of the kids who was beating me up sat in the desk behind me and we, you know class was about to start 
and I was still so mad that I decided I look at my backpack and the first thing that I see is a pen that's just kind of sticking out now this might get gruesome I don't provoke violence in any in any way but this is just kind of how I retaliated I grabbed the pen and the kid he was this was a big dude he was standing he was sitting right behind me and his leg was kind of sticking out so I could see it in the corner of my eye I grabbed the pen and I just shoved that bad boy in his shin all the way and before you know it blood is gushing out he's yelling at the top of his lungs and the coach I love the, I love coaches from high school he he's like hey what's all that yelling I'm trying to teach a class here what's going on and this guy's bleeding behind me and I was like uh, I don't know sir what's why are you yelling dude <laughs> and uh, ended up ended up having to go to the principal's office and I told him exactly what happened, and the the principal at the time was actually very very supportive, and he just told me, yeah, I don't I don't appreciate that you stabbed a kid in the shin, but I can understand that you were kind of just defending yourself considering what had happened just earlier. So yeah, that kind of I know that kind of escalated from <laughs> one spectrum to stabbing a kid in the shin, but in a way it. Let me just tell you, the the guy never messed with me again, so that was a big plus because I think he realized he didn't want his other shin to get uh, stabbed. Um, because I'm not saying I was crazy, but I think when you get bullied to so much to a certain point that you you just can't take it anymore and you you retaliate, you act out, and I I did that and it basically made me realize that you cannot let people walk all over you and. Yeah, so that's that's my little story for you guys about how I was bullied, and presently I still get bullied mostly just because of my name. Some people just throw the joke out there, and I'm like, Haha, okay, man, I get it. That was good, and then they don't do it again. But going off of that, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Lord B.A. Brandon, please. Yeah, man, mine definitely does not escalate as quickly as yours. Or get as gruesome, but I moved around a lot. I think it was four. It was maybe five times in between middle school and high school. And being the outsider in every single situation, you know, like when I would move from Texas to Kansas back to Mobile, I got I got made fun of because of the way I spoke. I used big words at a young age, and I had a strong country accent. And so when I moved to Kansas, these kids. Now looking back, it was it was minor stuff, but at the time. It was so cruel. Like they would, like when I would say y'all, they would go y'all. And I'm talking like the first day of class that I was there. And it got so bad that like it, it really took a hit to my self esteem. And so up until about, man, it had to be like eighth grade, I had like major self esteem issues. And then I got picked on. You know, it was little things like, oh my God, you have big ears, which is true. Like now, bro, if someone came up to me and said, you have big ears, I'd be like, all right, man, and move on my way. Mm -hmm. Or like, you have a big head, or why do you talk like that? Why does your face look like that? And it got so bad, just verbally. It was never physical. I got in a few fights, but in eighth grade, it switched, and I, I, I was more popular. I was more accepted because I had been at the same school for like three or four years. And I found myself, instead of like being on the brunt end of bullying, I was becoming like an aggressor. I was acting out because I still had low self-esteem. And I would bully, man, as much as it kills me to say it, like 
I would bully kids who really didn't do anything wrong. I would just join in on the fun, and Pete, it would get mm-hmm. laughs. And and then one day, I, I think it was the same year, my eighth grade year, I took a look and I saw like myself in that kid that was being bullied. He had low self esteem. You know, he was just trying to find a place. He was just trying to find like a place to fit in, and he was new. And that's when it really hit me. I think all at that one moment, this is weird to say, but it's almost like my confidence went up. I started standing up for the kid and no one said anything because I find that, like you were saying, when you stand your ground, very few people are gonna press past that to where it becomes physical. Right. So yeah, I guess the moral of that story is when you're confident in yourself, you're very, very less likely to be prone to bullying because, you know, when you're doing your own thing, you don't care about what people think, people will leave you alone. So, I mean, like, I think that's the moral of, like, bullying as a whole. It's it's not as clear-cut as that, but if you stand your ground, it's a whole lot less likely that, that it will happen. And if you need to reach out to people, you know, having good friends help so they can also stand stand up for you, but bullying's rough man it's not fun but you know there's certainly no pro to being bullied but looking back on those situations it definitely made me have a thick skin like in present day truly there are very few people's opinions that I care of like I could see someone and they could say something horrific and I won't even I'll just be like alright man okay I may get mad <laughs> if it's a you know if it's a close friend like it like if you guys started yeah. insulting me I would get mad because I care but you know, bullies nowadays, it's not so much of an issue because I just I just tune it out. But man, it, and, and it made me who I was. So I can't really fault it for that because it never got aggressive with me. I wasn't physically bullied. But you know, it made, I think in a small way, it did make me a better person. Yeah. Well, for me, like I never really feel like I was ever bullied. I can think of a few instances, but it, like it never really got to me and I don't I don't know necessarily why um, I was always bigger than most people so I guess people probably didn't mess with me as much even though I've always been kind of soft spoken and kind of I feel like I'm a gentle person for the most part yeah um, but I'm also not like if I need to say something I'll say it so I feel like that played a big part in it but let's let's see um, the times I can remember seeing bullying or uh, maybe even being bullied, I guess it would go to, I guess it would go to just just seeing people in the hallway, uh, kind of what you said, being pushed around, not necessarily like beat up or anything. I'd never seen any of that at my school, um, but I had seen people be like pushed over and people kind of like walking away snickering. And I never really thought anything of it. Thinking back, I can see how that can cause, like, trauma or just, I mean, it it could kill your self-confidence. And I I understand that now, but back then, I I just never did. Um, I think in middle school and high school, I got a lot of my anger out in football. Um, I was quiet during school all day. I'd crack jokes in class sometimes, but I was never... I was never, I don't know, I just never wanted to be in the spotlight. That was never yeah. my goal. Um, some of the times I can remember being bullied a little bit was, 
I mean, it's just little things. Uh, people messing with me in class, and I never really let it go go anywhere further because I would say like, cut it out or back off, and I don't know. It, that was the end of it. So I guess for me, I was lucky that I never had to experience that. But I also remember there's times that, like, I would see people get getting bullied. Um, like special needs kids in our school um, and you know I was friends with a bunch of those guys and so it was easy for me I wouldn't say I necessarily saw it directly and confronted somebody about it but my approach was just to be their friend and be better than the bad things that are happening to that person so yeah. make up for what other people are doing by going the extra mile, spending time with them, eating lunch with them, all those things. Like, I, I never found that hard. Uh, I think anyone who knows me knows that whoever comes up and talks to me, they can come up just, like, strikingly awkward and uncomfortable, and I'm not going to laugh at their face. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to talk to them. And, I mean, I have tons of friends that I've made that if I based it off first impressions, I'd be like, it, it just wouldn't have gone anywhere. But since <laughs> I've talked to the people and I've gotten to know them and like seen their heart, it's cool to see like there's a person behind that, which kind of leads me to what what kind of started what I started to notice in college. A bunch of my friends in college, I probably wouldn't have been friends with in high school. They're totally different from me. They didn't have the same interests, same hobbies. Um, they came from totally different towns. They, I mean, I don't know. They, they just weren't like my friends in high school by any means. And so when I went to college, I noticed that people are so eager to build friendships. They're so eager to be accepted that they're willing to open up to other people they're willing to spend time with people who aren't like them and I think that's why people say you make your best friends when you go to college preach it's not, yeah it's not always about finding someone that's just like you like in high school you grow up with these people for the most part I mean Brandon moved around a bunch but I mean I, I went to pre-k with some of these guys and girls so I know people well and we grew up in the same situation, same environments. So we are the same. In college, I was getting to know people who there's not a single thing that we could probably relate to. But we had fun. We enjoyed each other. We talked about how our lives were different. And I think that's really cool just to see how different people can be and how they can live in the same state go to the same school but they're so incredibly different you know yeah and I, I know y'all have probably seen this too and I don't know who wants to take this away but um, like college really opens your eyes to getting to know new people and seeing what their experiences are like yeah I would going off of that I couldn't agree more because and then I think for a lot of people especially me once college hit, especially that freshman year, it just took off. I mean, it it came it got to the point where I looked back and I thought to myself, "Man, I wish I could have just skipped all of 
middle school and high school and went directly to college because as Eric was saying you meet people from all walks of life at college because yeah everybody's story is so different and it's so diverse and I think that's what really helped me to just really get to know people that were different from me and it wasn't yeah it wasn't people that all that all knew each other that grew up together that all had I guess the same mentality and views on things these were people that were open to oh I've never met you before oh you like that I never heard of it let me get to know more about it and it just you connect with people on such a deep level in college and yeah I would say definitely well I'm saying definitely a lot but (laughs) (laughs) now what word I used to go off of that but college has been an amazing experience and Brandon and Eric are still in college but I graduated and I wished I could go back to that atmosphere because everyone I would tell a lot of people that in college that everybody's just kind of in the same boat everyone's trying to just get their degree trying to just make memories with each other that are going to last a lifetime and just something to really cherish once it's all over and I think when it comes to bullying if you especially for people who continue to bully outside of high school and they carry that into college personally I would see bullies like that get put down in the sense of nobody was going to tolerate it because I think especially when you're in college you're you're what you're going to be 18 going on 19 you're starting to really grow out of that I guess immature phase of you would used to laugh at jokes that those people would say and you you know just to go along with it because you thought it was funny you didn't want to get singled out because you didn't agree with that person but in in college if you if you say something college is probably as i would say in our university in general uh... in a lot of university out, universities out there are very liberal very strong viewed in the sense of if you have anything bad to say against religion politics uh, your gender, anything of in those categories, people people will put you on blast so quick that you'll never want to ha- you'll never want to be that guy to to try to put others down because I think we just live in a and we kind of touched on this in the last podcast. We kind of live in an age where our culture is very sensitive about what you say to one another because depression and linking that to bullying go hand in hand and people mm-hmm. suffer from this on a day-to-day basis where a lot of times their voices aren't heard until it's too late and yeah. I think the best thing about colleges they've really worked on setting up programs and uh, groups where people can go and talk to others who might be dealing with the exact same issues because when you when you undergo bullying and depression you, as Brandon mentioned earlier, you have to have a support system. You have to surround yourself with people with um, that are going to be encouraging, going to bring positivity into your life, and going to bring you up. Because there's just one, there's too many times where in the past, kids, kids have been on their own. Where, because yeah, you go to college, you're away from your parents most of the time, unless you just commute. But for us, we lived in the dorms and we didn't all we really had was each other and I think there's just a lot of kids out there who don't who don't have that support system and they end up kind of falling into a depression or they 
they get maybe sometimes made fun of from others because maybe they look different because kind of in high school we all had these cliques you had your, you had the jocks you had the the cheerleaders and good-looking people you had the more of a very kind of dark gothic skater type group and then you had the the group where there was kind of a little mix of everything you didn't know what the group was but going off of that there was just a lot of times those were the ones that got hurt the most and because people didn't understand them they never they never took the chance like Eric would to kind of get to know the person and just okay yeah maybe we don't have anything in common but I think you're a cool dude you're nice I why I have nothing against you and I wish more people had that that mentality when they when they go to college or when they're entering high school middle school but unfortunately there's there's always got to be a bigger man out there to put the other ones down but I'm hoping in time that that's going to change and we can continue to just be supportive build each other up not bring each other down that's my that's my uh, piece of wisdom. I hope people will take that away from from the podcast. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Brandon to kind of shed a little bit more light on the topic. Yeah, man. I almost wish hearing y'all talk, it makes me wish that people were in high school what we know people in college to be like. So, for example, in college, I, this is embarrassing for me to admit, but in high school, if I witnessed a kid being bullied, I would just, I mean, hey, I didn't do it, so I'm going to continue walking. Whereas in college, I'm serious. I'm, people say this: no matter who it is, no matter what race, creed, religion. If I see a kid like clearly get picked on, ganged up on, I think as an adult, especially as an a mature adult, it, you should take it upon yourself to stick up and vouch for that person because that's just Definitely. being a human being. If yeah. they didn't do anything to you, like what harm are they doing? You know. Yeah. And that's where I think college really plays an integral role in like any young man or young woman's life is that it, it almost forces you to expand your boundaries and learn about other people's ways of life and I think that's the main well one of the reasons that bullying is so prevalent in high school and in middle school is because people are, are taught a certain way and if it's not that way then it's wrong and you have to like ridicule them until they think your way whereas I mean especially at UNT where we go People are so diverse from every different religion you can imagine. There are like different sexualities. So it really expands your perception of the world. And honestly, it made me feel ashamed to be a part of bullying, to take bullying as a child. So, I mean, it really, really taught me a lot about myself and about others. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we talked about this kind of before, uh, just in private, Brandon, Sergey, and I about I told them about a game one of my old youth pastors told me about and he called it the youth pastor game y'all remember that yeah. yeah okay so basically this game you tell like a story or you read a billboard and then someone has to make a sermon off of it and I guess that's where the name come, comes from and just listening to y'all talk it kind of reminded me of something I was thinking about in the past um, or just recently probably earlier in the week it was like yesterday <laughs> so long ago in the past like two days ago um, yeah but it was it was about how trying to explain to someone that college doesn't matter or high school doesn't matter you know 
when you're yeah. in high school, it's like this person does not like me. It's everything. I, I don't know what to do. Or yeah. I didn't make varsity. What am I going to do? I didn't get accepted into something. I don't know. I'm not in this club. What? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what people do in high school anymore. <laughs> I know what you <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it seems like the end of the world. And in reality, high school is four years of the rest of your life. You know? Mm. It's just a small piece. And you worry so much about all these things that don't matter. Like, what about my friends? Honestly, I speak to probably like four people a lot from high school. And one of them isn't even in my graduating class. And so it's just like you never know. But it, it seems so important in the time in the moment, but it just doesn't matter. And I was thinking about that. Okay, so four years is what you're focusing on when you really got the rest of your life that you should be worried about because that's when all this kind of comes together. So check this out. Youth Pastor Game. Okay. <laughs> hey, all right. Let's let's what play. If, what if what if high school was your time on earth and you spent all this time, oh, I need this car, I need this house, I need this person to like me. That's how high school is. That's how earth is. But in reality, you got this vision. You're just trying to get up there. Oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Putting, all work in, putting all this work into something that once it's over, it doesn't matter. You're going to get your degree or you're going to get your nod from Jesus or you're going to get your I'm sorry, bro. Like, I tried, you didn't, and you didn't love me. Yeah, and we're just <laughs> going to leave that there. Yeah. That's, a, that's a harsh truth. Okay? And oh, you're preaching it, man. I mean, you got to. Yeah, that's yeah. what the good book says. He's just preaching the word, people. And so, I, I don't know. Thinking about it, like, I get it. It does shape your life, and it should. It's, it's an important part of your life. Um,. But to like those high school kids out there, trust me, you're going to worry about stuff that doesn't matter. But right now, it feels like the only thing, the only thing that matters. And trust me, trust Sergey, trust Brandon. I think we would all agree that now we hardly think about high school. I'm sure, I'm sure there's rare occasions where you think back and say what if this what if that or something that really hurts you lingers in your mind but at the end of the day you're you just need to focus on the rest of your life and what you're going to do with it how you're going to be an impact on other people how you're going to bring other people up that's what you need to be worried about you need to be worried about making yourself who you want to be not making other people like who you want them to like Tell them, Eric. Yeah. Tell them. Let the people know. That, that that's it. That's all I gotta say. Oh my gosh! Round of applause for Dub Lee. That was that was beautiful, man. That was nice. Because oh man, I I really hope that we we have a little bit maybe of a younger audience listening to this because yeah, it, it none of it matters in the end because all we have is each other. And if you ain't got nobody, who are you? That's true, man. What, you need people. What, 
What are you really doing? You th you think that we built Noah's Ark with one person? Okay, hold up. Okay, that was a bad analogy. Hey, hey, but hey, but God God gave him the speculation or specification. That's true, man. Yes, exactly. He told him how the Lord him Himself. Yeah. He had the he Lord, the Father. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so my analogy was a little off, but you understand where I'm coming from, where you always, you need somebody, you need some sort of a support system, and I think that's very important to hold dear growing up through high school and once you're out of college, because being in the adult world, just really quick, I wanted to let people know that I've even, I've even noticed that the older generation gets bullied too, whether they may be affected by it or not but I witness it I see older people come through the coffee shop where I work all the time and I'll have I'll see kids who are maybe my age maybe a little older in their 30s looking at the person kinda you know snickering or laughing to themselves because they they drop they drop their change or something or they're having a, a little trouble telling the you know me telling me at Reg what it is that they ordered and there's so many times I look over and I just want to tell that person, like, what are you doing, man? Show some respect. Because just just wait. That's going to be you in about 40, cool. 50 years. Except you're That's not going to have as good of a hip. And you're not going to be able to bend over and pick up that change because you ignorant. <laughs> exactly, man. Because it, it just it upset me so much because one thing about me, I love, I love the older generation. And I love just the – I think – the pure sincere aura that they give off they they're coming in just with just a good attitude they're not coming in trying to put anybody on blast trying to mess with anybody they're just doing their own thing and they're happy they're content and just to see anybody try to knock them down or make fun of them because yeah they they drop their change because maybe they ha maybe they have some type of parkinson disease or something something that causes them to not be able to have control of that people don't put in to the consideration of what if they have that? What if there's something going on that you don't know about, which goes back yeah. to depression? You don't know what people are going through on a day-to-day -day basis. I might be telling you guys right now that I'm doing great, but really I could be in the worst place of my life. You just never yeah. know, which disclaimer, I am fine. But in <laughs> the sense of, you know, that that's kind of how it is with a lot of people in the world. And you just, you have to remember that. You can never assume because you know what they say about assume, y'all. I won't say it out loud, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't, but I do. Hey, bro. Whatever, we'll move past that. Um, no, and now that you say that, like, I'm at the point in my life where I've started to realize, like, lessons my parents taught me. They probably don't even know they're teaching me a lesson. Just something they told me, like. I remember it and I'm like that's why I'm like this that's why I yeah. do this and it's really made me kind of understand how mm -hmm. how children really do grasp onto things they when their parents say something they hear it if their parents say something in anger they remember it oh, and yeah. if their parents yep. do something that I mean scares you you're gonna remember it like the bad things stick out I'm lucky lucky enough to say that like I know my parents weren't perfect but they raised me well and I remember 
there's a guy on my school bus and I guess this is a part of bullying I was a part of was he was older than me too and everyone on the bus used to mess with him and I guess that's why I thought it was okay and his name was Nico and someone started calling him Nico the Freako and so every time he got on the bus people would yell that and he was a nice guy and then one day I thought it was funny so I told my dad and my dad was like I mean he put me on blast and Mm. I remember it to this day and he, he told me like we'd be like oh no dad he laughs at it he laughs at it and my dad was like sometimes people are smiling but they're hurting inside oh my gosh yes like honestly every time i say something mean to somebody and if they kind of laugh it off it stops me in the moment and i'm like dang my dad told me this that was i mean i was second or third grade but i still remember that and it's just crazy man it's really crazy I ain't gonna lie, dude. That just that kind of brought a tear to my eye, man. That's it, good. Yeah, that's that's good. This brings me back to the to the older days of, yeah, me trying to play it off cool, but really, it's like, man, that really hurt. That yeah, for you know? real, dude. That's how I was too. Like like people think you're in with it, and then I remember one day actually one of my good friends. He was a good friend, but he would like he would take major jabs at me, and I would laugh. And he was like, one day he asked me, he was like, hey man, like do I bother you? when I call you names and I was like actually man yeah it kind of does bother me and he stopped and I was like wow sometimes I guess that's all it takes when it's people close to you all you have to do is just let it be known so that was a good one yeah yeah I think I think yeah oh no go ahead and it goes to be set or is that even a phrase I don't know um (laughs) it will make it a phrase (laughs) yeah it's been made (laughs) Um, but like Sergey Brandon and I we mess with each other all the time like oh yeah I mean yeah we put each other on blast but I think I think it's I mean there's never anything we'd say that is out of like spite or hate because we know each other well enough like what not to say what to say um that, that we would never do anything to hurt each other so I'm not saying that every time someone says something sarcastic or mean to you that like they're necessarily being a bully because sometimes that's just how friends are uh one of my good friends herc his name is ray neal we call him herc when i first became friends with him i was like man this guy is so mean like all he does (laughs) is mess with me and but sometimes he's so nice and so one day i was like dude why do you always pick on me and he's like wait you think I'm picking on you and I'm like yeah like you call me names and stuff and it's just kind of messed up but like you're cool at the yeah. same time so I'm confused and he's like oh no I'm not messing with you this is just how people treat each other back home yeah and now now that I know that he is a mess with me I do it to him we do it to each other like that's how and we talk fine. now yeah and there's an understanding that you can have but you also have to know how to be genuine and be real with someone and kind of click into a real conversation and not always just be picking on people because yeah. if you make that a habit it's gonna turn out bad for you true i'm talking cool. about well guys we uh we are at 40 minutes that's 
Whew, that's hard to believe. That was good. I know it, and I feel like yeah, this is a, such a sensitive topic that we have we have a lot to we had a lot to talk about, and yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we were all able to kind of pull from each of us our own perspective of on it and what we've dealt with and what we want people to learn from what we've seen, yeah. because. You can never, you can never say that you you know it all. There's nope. still so much out there that has yet to really nope. been tapped. So that's gonna go ahead and conclude our third podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening, watching. If you're on the YouTube, what a time to be alive! Truly blessed. Doubly, pure life. Let's get it, boys. We're just out here living, guys. Y'all have a blessed week. Latex. Oh. Oh.